Hello and welcome back to the No More Trauma podcast. My name is Tanya, trauma survivor, certified trauma-informed yoga teacher, coach, and wellness facilitator. My mission is to provide healing, mental health tips, and inspiration for living a trauma-free lifestyle. You can find this podcast here on Apple and SoundCloud. In some episodes, you can also find here on YouTube. Um, I first want to say, uh, as you noticed in the last uh, last episode last month, we did an episode. Uh, I did mention that I have uh, changed my location. So sometimes I always <laughs> I, I laugh because I always pick the most interesting times uh, to uh, record. Um, when there are natural sounds. So um, due to my uh, location where I am today, you may hear some natural sounds, um, but I uh, promise this podcast always has some good content. That way you can just focus on the content itself. But welcome back. How are you? Oh, it feels so good to to record. Um, I'm excited about today's uh, episode because I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about the work that I do um, and the topics that I bring here to the podcast. Um, and if you uh, follow me on the social platform, then you may also, and again, there's a natural sound that's happening. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, if you follow me on, you know, YouTube or very, you know, the social platform, then you know that um you may see the passion boiling within me <laughs> so um yeah i hope that you know you are listening today with an open heart open mind uh, but today we're talking about trauma related fear and stress during the holidays as a kid i remember just waiting all year for fall and winter break not only did we get to enjoy class activities, but, you know, there were opportunities, um, you know, of enjoying seasonal foods and, you know, just writing a list of, you know, all the things I hoped <laughs> that Santa would bring me. Um, but, you know, and, you know, singing, you know, there's a music this time of year that I think can be so rich um, regardless of uh, religion or your traditions, I think uh, the music during this this time can be very rich, enriching. Um, but there may be someone out there that's saying, no, Tanya, I actually don't like it at all. And that's okay. Um, whether it's with lyrics or no lyrics at all, that you enjoy the tunes. Um, but, I, you know, I, I'm just kind of sharing myself. I really enjoy like the... Um, I so I grew up in the band. Uh, I grew um, I was a flag girl, <laughs> uh, back in high school and uh, throughout some of my college, I was uh, a flag girl, and so you know the percussion, the sounds, and the music. And um, prior to that, um, I was also in the orchestra. Um, I played the viola for some time. I've actually been missing it lately. Um, I did get an opportunity uh, to um, uh, see a uh, the Royal Symphony um, a few weeks ago. Uh, so I, I think the the music can be so you know rich during this time. Um, but 
anywho, outside of the music and riding along in the car and hanging, you know, stringing lights, while there are some of us who really enjoy this time, but, you know, if we think of the collective, um, there are others who may, um, you know, while some are, you know, we're spreading the best of cheer, we're decorating the homes and celebrating with family and friends, there are other people who really experience deep somber. You know, there's a sadness, there's high stress uh, during this season. So according, so nearly a quarter of Americans reported feeling extreme stress uh, that comes along with the holiday time. And according to a poll by the American, uh, American Psychological Association, um, you know, a quarter of Americans who feel this stress and those numbers have climbed. So surveys and research has shown that some individuals suffer from anxiety due to the pressure of just, you know, being around challenging family members that lack boundaries, um, shame around that financial pressure. Um, to purchase food and gifts. Um, and then there's just sadness from the memories or anniversaries of a lost loved one. So the holidays can, yeah, it can definitely look different for all of us. I, I you know, as an empath myself, I like to say them, I've been given the beautiful gift of, of feeling. <laughs> um, you know, I used to, I used to hate when people would say, you're so sensitive. You know, I hated that so much. Um, and then there, you know, when I started to, um, you know, go through my own journey of healing and therapy work, I know that, you know, sometimes that was, you know, used to make fun of the nature to, to feel. Um, but what I've later come to realize is that, you know, that's my superpower. You know, there are some individuals who have a challenge with with feeling, right? Being in touch with those emotions and calling them, right? Naming those emotions. Um, but yeah, I think during this time, um, I have the superpower and gift to feel, not just for my um, immediate uh, members of family, but for the overall collective, I feel the the somber of loss. You know things that are going on in Iran. Um, my goodness, um, things that are you know um, just you know immigrants being um, you know misplaced, uh, and so and, and so on, and so having to feel the weights of that burden, I think it's important that we, you know, um, bring light to that um, and not turn a blind eye to others that are, you know, not also feeling that sense of cheer or festivity, okay? So the pre-holiday, physical and emotional symptoms or fear of stress uh, can, can bring sensations of headaches and nausea, right? Um, fatigue, especially during this time, what I've come to learn in my studies that, 
the month of November is an, is where all of the blood is pulled from the lens and it starts to move towards the belly, right? So this is where we start to feel more fatigue and um, we feel um, uh, more tired and a need for rest. And, um, you know, we may experience more and more bloating, more um, uh, sensations in the gut, uh, or, or just continually reaching for those comforting foods to make us feel warm, right? Um, but in terms of the symptoms of the fear and stress, um, the stress or anxiety about, you know, maybe taking off from work right? Even if we're feeling, uh, you know, say lonely uh, or uh, loss, right? So even just the stress of having to request time off or request time off because you have relatives coming in, right? Or maybe a friend coming in um, to where you are. Um, and maybe the inability to not concentrate in your work, right? I even noticed, you know, for myself, I start to get burnout. Um, I noticed right after October um, <laughs> is where I just start to get tired. Um, I've noticed I've done a lot of sleeping um, in this month of November. And um, yeah, I do my best to stay active by hopping on the mat. Um, maybe my hour sessions have now decreased to 30 minutes. Sometimes 30 minutes have turned into a 20, 20, really juicy 20 minute session. <laughs> um, but we may also feel lack of appetite, right? Stiffness, right? So when those, when the blood is moving towards the belly, then that's when we start to, uh, notice inflammation in the, in the joints, right? And so, or, or due to the coolness, whatever climate you're in, you may experience some stiffness in the bones and muscles, right? Some good coconut oil is good to, <laughs> good to uh, have during this time. Um, and maybe it's just fearing the next day uh, or the uh, upcoming weeks, depending on, you know, maybe you're um, under the age of 18 and you have relatives coming in and so there's this sense of dread and somber um, or dread and somber of having to you know uh, not be in school but now you have that winter break okay uh, and maybe home doesn't feel like a safe environment um, and so there's dread and somber and so I think it's important as a you know as uh, parental figures adults um, you know, if you're looking after anyone under the age of 18, then, you know, maybe opening up dialogue, right, about what, you know, your child or nephew, niece, um, grandchild uh, may be feeling during this time or foster or um, whatever that dynamic is. So, Common experience that impact this sense of fear and stress is can be family related, right? So as we, you know, as I started to close on the topic of, of family and what that looks like, 
Um, if you're parenting or fostering um, or a grandparent um, and even adult, um, you know, sometimes the stress and fear around the holidays can be family related. And what does that look like? So, or what does that mean? And so uh, sometimes it can be a lack of physical and emotional boundaries, right? Um, so studies show that, you know, some, you know, one may fear the anxiety of, you know, going home to uh, a space where family members may lack a sense of physical boundary, right? And emotional safety, okay? The pressure of not being good enough, right? So if we're at the holiday table and we're, um, you know, competing, you know, against another relative or, or um, sibling, right? So that sibling or relative comparison, right? So, you know, feeling like, you know, you got to get this recipe right. <laughs> and I think I mentioned that in another uh, stress around the holiday table, navigating stress around the holiday table. That's another podcast that I did. Um, and so you can listen to that. But uh, yeah, so that need to compare, right? Getting one recipe better than the other, other for acceptance or approval, you know, or maybe the in-laws, <laughs> right? Um, you know, and, and exploiting or provoking guilt or shame from past or present or future memories, right? So maybe someone feeling shame about past memories and maybe that being brought up at a holiday table, right? Or, or a, a festive gathering, and so that feeling of pressure to perform or discuss talents and accolades, right? So this is, um, this can also bring up some, some stress, right? Some fear, some anxiety, some um, even fatigue, right? Some, or headaches. So some of these common experience that in, impact our fears and stress can be family related. And so being able to, to take a look at that. And speaking of stress, I do want to share uh, my latest and yeah, my latest and new favorite elixir um, is Magic Mind, um, something that I have been enjoying for a few months now um, is a Magic Mind. And you can visit their website, magicmind.co. And that's M-A-G-I-C, mind, M-I-N-D, dot co, forward slash N-M-T. So that's no more trauma. And that's, the brand is actually by James Bouchera, who created these two ounce elixirs that include one of my favorite ingredients, um, which is an ashwagandha and honey. They are both, um, they both can help soothe and balance the mind, help release any uh, sensations of anxiety, right, um, or fear of stress. So this is something if you know that family is coming in town or just having some overall overwhelm, then I highly recommend, um, you know, grabbing your own box of these two ounce elixirs. So um, not only can they support the mood and reduce anxiety, they're also convenient. 
So they're, again, two ounces of these matcha elixirs that have um, honey, like I said, ashwagandha. And what I love most is the message on the bottle, um, which is a gentle reminder to do more and stress less. That is the purpose of this podcast is to make sure that we're keeping the stress and anxiety to a minimal, creating this trauma-free lifestyle. So um, the another good thing about these is that they're convenient. So you're not having to replace like your coffee or your smoothies in the morning. You can take them at the same time. Um, and, you know, if you're on the go to your yoga studio, your local studio, or um, just out on a run um, to work, they are convenient where you can just pop it in your uh, purse or handbag or, um, you know, just take it with you. Um, and you can purchase when you go to the website, uh, if you are a person that like to, uh, prep and make sure that you're prepped for the week, you can purchase a 15 pack box, or, uh, if you're really minimal and like to just, you know, have everything stocked for the month, then you can get a 30 pack box. So, uh, magicmine.co forward slash n like no m like more t like trauma and you can use that code nmt40 for a discount so i am all about um easing the stress um in the mind body and your wallet <laughs> all right so um continuing with the uh financials of the holiday is the strain right so that stress in that anxiety for the holiday um, during this season can it can be the pressure of you know food we've experienced an influx of of uh, you know prices on food right and so even that being able to provide for family um you know or provide for you know, family who doesn't, you know, who's not even, um, <laughs> who's in the house every day, right? Or, um, or individuals that are visiting. So, you know, sometimes that stress can be on the cost of food, on the cost of gifts, you know, that pressure to give gifts and to celebrate, to decorate, right? Um, so even that, and, you know, uh, there's the idea of travel and accommodation expenses. Oof, my goodness. So, you know, just, and if you're doing all of those, then yes, absolutely. There can be a uh, impact um, on the wallet and, you know, on, you know, on the mind, you know, on top of being able to make sure that, you know, our work is um, allowing us the time to have that time off. So um, uh, lastly is the memories, right? Uh, so the memories and anniversaries of loss. And so, you know, it's very unfortunate that, you know, each and every time I open my phone and I have so much, you know, even on social media, I really have to, you know, tell myself, Turn off the phone, hop on the mat, turn off the phone, hop on the mat, turn off the phone, go meditate, go, you know, talk to, talk to spirit, talk to the universe, talk to God, whatever that is for you. Um, and so, um, 
you know, that the, the constant reminder of loss, um, and, you know, the holidays can have this, you know, take on what family looks like. Um, and if we have lost someone so near and dear to us, it can be very challenging and just a reminder, right? And that um, we may still be working with some grief. We may still be working with um, some, you know, just guilt and shame around loss. And, you know, however that has impacted um, your ability to uh, work and move throughout the year. Uh, I know really challenging for me, um, I, I lost uh, my dear fur baby, Daisy. My, you know, if you heard me on other podcasts, you may have heard her barking in the background, but yeah, my lovely Daisy. Um, yeah, just before, just after the holiday last year, that weekend, it was, you know, we said our, our, our last goodbyes, you know, and it was very hard. And so this year will be one year and it's, it is a reminder, my gosh. Um, so there are some that are grieving during this time and, um, you know, we're not everyone is, uh, in that, in that space to really celebrate, you know, because of the, the memory and reminder of that loss. Okay. Whether it's a friend, a family, a fur baby, you know, or maybe even a coworker, someone distant to us, but still uh, dear to us. So how do we care for ourselves during this time? What does that look like? And what can we do to get out of this maybe emotional space um, that can be uh, pretty heavy um, for some of us? And what I've learned um, is that, you know, as I, you know, the past few years, um, you know, some of my adult life, I've spent the holidays not so much in a traditional setting, um, you know, and even after uh, divorce, right? Um, after my divorce and noticing what the holiday looked like. And some of that uh, being um, uh, like Friendsgiving, you know, that new phrase of, of Friendsgiving and what that means, um, which I think is really uh, great. Um, and that can definitely bring some cheer. And so the first thing is to, what I like to say is to document, right? So share what begin to share what the experience is for you right so what does or what are the emotions that are coming up for you right so when i mentioned in the beginning the emotional and the physical strain of the holiday maybe begin to build some awareness for what it is that you may be feeling, right? And where can you feel it? I remember earlier, um, last week I was, you know, I was missing my little furry friend and, um, you know, I felt a little 
little sensation in my in my belly. And so when I placed a finger on it, right, physically I placed the finger on it, I noticed it was in that solar plexus area. So right, right underneath or right below or above the belly button, right? And above and below the uh, breastbone, right? Or the bust. And so that's where that sensation was hanging out. And it's like, where, what does that mean? And I was like, oh, you know, that feeling of, of missing my little, my little furry friend. So, you know, begin to, to document, right? Just kind of pause for a moment. Try not to move ahead. And discover what it is that you feel. Maybe it's not attachment to a furry friend. Maybe it's the, again, the financial strain, right? So being able to figure what it is that you feel, figure out what it is that you feel and where those sensations are coming from. And maybe seeing if you can link it, you know, to a memory or an identifier in the relationship to the holiday. Okay. And so maybe that means speaking to a professional, right? Or maybe calling on a dear friend. Maybe do the downward spiral to figure out what is the root of what you, what could be causing some of that anxiety and stress. And then the next is um, now that you know what you know, who says you can't celebrate, right? Who says that it has to look traditional? Maybe you're not wanting to celebrate in a traditional setting of being at a table. But I remember I was inspired uh, by a friend close to me and, and they would, um, she would uh, just travel, right? So each, each holiday time, she would just take a trip um, to somewhere new. And so maybe... Once you're able to identify what it is, you, you know, get a chance to talk it out and process what it is that you're feeling, maybe you can celebrate, but celebrating it in a way that feels good for you. And maybe that means taking a trip, right? And maybe this becomes your personal tradition and it's a holiday trip that you do for you. Right. And it doesn't have to be far. It doesn't have to be out of the country. Maybe it's just a staycation in your neighboring city, whether it's staying in an Airbnb, a ranch, you know, on, you know, in a cabin house, right? Or maybe a nice hotel down in the city. And maybe you enjoy some spa time maybe take a warm bath and watch, uh, you know, maybe you're one of your favorite childhood films. Pick up some takeout. <laughs> that was another thing I, um, uh, back in college, I had spent it with a, uh, well, outside of college, I had spent it with a friend. Um, I went to her family's house with for Thanksgiving in, in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, and her childhood best friend 
um, she um, she was raised by a single mother and what they would do each year is they would try different food around the world. So her and her mother ordered sushi and they ordered like these two fancy, they, they got these very just gorgeous wooden um, boats. There were these wooden boats that you place sushi on. That's how, you, you know, so they would go to their favorite place get the takeout, bring out these boats and flatter the boats with the sushi. And they would just watch their favorite film. And I just thought that was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, so again, taking the non-traditional route, another year, uh, not too far, this was in uh, on the West Coast in the state of Arizona where um she would meet with a group of friends at um, one of her friends at this just gorgeous house where they all were roommates and uh, they would do a book exchange. So everyone would bring up either an old or new book and it was a book that you read and uh, you would do a book exchange and the books would get piled in the center. They were wrapped with all these beautiful wrappings. You get to see everyone's character with the wrapping. <laughs> and everyone would pick out a book. And um, once you pick the book, you didn't know what book it was until you opened it and you had it. And I, and it, I guess it was a mixture of like, um, I think what it's called, White Ele Elephant. I could be wrong. You can always leave in the comments. And so everyone would just pick this book and um, if they like it, they kept it. And if they, if someone else picked the book and that they, uh, that they, you know, desired, then they got a chance to take that book and take and whatever book they had gotten, they can put it back in the pile. So that was a lot of fun, a lot, a lot of fun. And it was done over some cider and, you know, some, you know, hot chocolate and oh my goodness it was an amazing experience so there are ways and ways that you can celebrate um that feels good and you know feels um you know best for you right and you know it's about making it your own whatever you choose to do whether you choose to you know stay close or to take a trip you know, out of the country or the neighboring city or to do a book exchange, you can make it yours. Um, another and final way is, I think is always, always good, is when we're in a space of deep somber and sadness, one of the greatest feelings is being able to donate or give something to someone else, whether it's your time, whether it's a kind word, whatever it is, a warm hug or just a smile. It doesn't have to be a financial or monetary thing. It doesn't have to be food. Um, but of course, I know that's how I like to give. I'm always baking up something and wanting to give it to someone. But, you know, whatever your uh, labor of love, of labor of love. <laughs> you can extend that to someone else, whether it be a card, a hug, 
a smile, kind words, your time, or a beautiful baked good wrapped in a bow, <laughs> you can always extend that. And I promise you that will that can also become tradition, right? And so it's about feeling safe. It's about making it your own, right? Creating something that feels good for you. And so while the holidays can be a season of excitement, it can also be a time where there is anticipated fear and stress for others. And so may we all just offer space and grace for those that may not feel entirely festive or desire to celebrate in a traditional way. May we all have this opportunity to choose to celebrate in the ways that bring ease and comfort to our soul. Let us have gratitude for the breath, life, and the healthy memories that we hold dear to our hearts, whether new or old. I wish that we can create it either away or at the holiday table. So I am wishing you a season of peace and just some trauma-free nourishment, however that looks for you. I thank you so much for tuning in. Again, I love doing this podcast. <laughs> Remember to live abundantly, love your authenticity, and radiate, radiate organic happiness. But most importantly, live a life of no more trauma. Namaste, <laughs> trauma-free. <laughs> All right. I wish to see you back again. You can always follow me on No More Trauma, um, the YouTube channel. Uh, I have posted some yoga and Pilates videos there. You can always tune in. Um, and then, of course, you can always follow me at az.nomoretrauma. Such a pleasure. I look forward to seeing you back in the next episode. Bye.